Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with... Justin Flowers. So, uh, yeah, this episode we're doing a, a video version of it. For those of you who want to see us talk, uh, you guys will have that on the YouTube channel, which will be posted on to Facebook. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy it. So, let's get right to the shits. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, last Thursday we talked about Iron Fist getting canceled, right? Yeah. I was a bit bummed about that. Right as I just started to get into it, yeah. too. Like. And Saturday morning, or actually sat- or Friday night, something happens, but I didn't see it until Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Netflix announced that they canceled Luke Cage. I and cried. I was surprised. I was yeah. like, wait, what? I was like, why would you... And the, like the like, comments on Facebook about this, like people are like freaking out. Yeah, I'm like, like what the fuck? Yeah. But only because, one... Luke Cage was probably the most, the second most sophisticated Marvel TV show Definitely. underneath Daredevil, which yeah. I'm going to get into after this. Yeah. But the way that they ended season two of Luke Cage, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but it doesn't really matter. Oh, it already got kinda... spoiled for me. Like, oh, okay. The whole thing with like how he gets the nightclub. And yeah, whatever. he gets the nightclub, yeah, and like... he becomes basically what he has been fighting against right, almost. Yeah. But hey. He's got to pay some bills. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, I had just started getting into Luke Cage 2 when they canceled this. And I was like, why would you do this? Yeah. Like, so season 3 has some interesting ideas uh, yeah, ahead of it. Some plot lines that were going to be really cool to explore. Yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like the same thing for the Iron Fist. Like, they had finally, like, season 2 was better than 1. Very much season so. Season 1 was eh, rough to watch. Yeah. And then season 3 was poised to actually have... Some cool stuff. Oh man, it was everything was gonna be set up perfectly because I could have saw it. I was like, okay, Iron F- Danny's gonna reconnect with his lineage and become the Iron Fist that we want him to see, that, that we want to see, and then Luke is going to, you know, be at the highest high of this like crime, yeah. you know, or at least controlling the crime syndicates and stuff like that, and then kind of being slowly corrupted by being invincible and then having money yeah and then it's going to take other people to kind of shake him out of it like his brother in season one who uh or half brother in season one who uh ended up getting the surgery to become invincible like luke at the end of season one and i was like oh okay so he's gonna come back and he he's gonna be like the the new luke cage and then that's gonna kind of like it's gonna have to like fight himself, but yeah. like it's his brother, and it's like, yeah, what have I become? You yeah, know, like a good was, reflection. It's yeah. gonna be like not a fall from grace, but like a descent from grace. He's gonna walk away from this. Yeah, and then Heroes for Hire was gonna play really nicely That's into I, that. Yeah, it would have like, been perfect. This was gonna be really great to watch. Yeah, and then like when I saw the disney cancel this stuff i was like so what you're just gonna toss like a well, see, that's the pg-13 thing. version of this on your streaming channel well that's the thing disney apparently wanted it to keep going oh ABC, really? yeah disney wants it to keep wanted it to keep going netflix did not want it to keep going why well there's a lot of things here and there but apparently they say there was a writer's room that had been working for around six months producing the scripts and taking notes from netflix and marvel right yeah uh but after like rising tensions and stuff like that, the conclusion was that they scrapped it all because they had creative differences. If and... I hear that one more time, <laughs> well, that's the creative differences. It's is like, like literally the umbrella under which all nonsense falls. Basically, like, in yeah, yeah. Like, creative differences could mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, like you could. It could really just mean that one day you woke up and you just decided like I don't like your shoes. And it's then you respect- just walked off a project. Yeah, like, to be fair, it's the respectable way to go, I guess. Yeah, like, because you don't I, really want to out somebody, right? Like, yeah, like if I got fired, 
or something i would like to say yeah it was like, over creative differences but in reality it's like it's they not. said i hate your afro and then they you know if it was that no i would say hey yeah, they like, hate me because i'm black <laughs> <laughs> and then i get a lot of jobs and then i'd be like yeah fuck this I mean, company who did yeah, this to me but you know it work yeah work out but you know i think uh it might there's a lot of rumors going around that it might end up on disney's streaming platform yeah. but i've heard people be like oh but disney's streaming platform is like kid friendly yeah that's like that. the idea is and i'm not gonna have any like rated r content. stuff yeah. rated r stuff but i'm like which makes sense because it's kind of hard for them to be like hey guys we want your disney. kids to watch this but like also not these shows yeah like, and i'm like hey if y'all want to make actual money like kids are great, but you are. are they? But yeah, they're great. Are they? Really? Yeah, they're sure? great. I mean, if I'm looking at it from a money standpoint, of making money, oh, buying merchandise. Oh, you mean they're profitable? Yeah, they're okay, profitable. Yeah, no, uh, they're that, that came profitable. out wrong. That came out wrong. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I think like uh, like these kids aren't gonna be the ones buying the streaming platform. It's gonna be adults, yeah. and adults are gonna look at it and be like, oh well. I I want to watch something on. I'm already paying for Netflix. I kind of want to watch something on there, right? As like, well, that that's geared slightly towards me, a little bit more. And I think like just the premise of like having kids be your market for a streaming platform is kind of funny because they don't have the money to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like like and, 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 and I bet their argument's gonna be like, oh well, parents will buy it for their kids, and I'm like, really? Because I have a Netflix account and a Hulu account, and if I had kids, it wouldn't be for them. And yeah, like, and, and I think a lot of pa- I've heard a lot of parents, that, like friends that are of mine that are parents, say, "Hey, I, you know, uh, you know, it's hard for me to find stuff to watch with my kids." I get that. I mean, that sounds like a, never mind. Right. <laughs> yeah, because no. you, you know, you know, I'm gonna go on some dark. Tangent. Some some people just say, "Hey, you know, I, I don't want to watch stuff with expletives all the time. You know, I want to watch something that." You know, that's family-friendly, blah, blah, blah. Marvel movies are the perfect paradigm to kind of meet in the middle. Like, adults can enjoy it, kids can enjoy it, teens can enjoy it. Yeah, the whole family yeah, yeah. can enjoy the Marvel movies. There's really not really a dark, dark Marvel Studios movie. I mean, fair enough. I'm going to have to go here with it, though. I'm sorry. But, like, the the idea that, oh, we just need to build a streaming platform that people can then watch with their kids... Is a lot more ridiculous than the plan of just not having kids, but that's just me. Well, that's, if you already got kids, you, that's the reality. I mean, you're that sounds with. like a personal if you problem. Have kids, <laughs> but let's say, let's say Justin, you slipped up and you have children, Oof, and you have uh, and you, <laughs> don't put that on me. Let's say you have kids, right? I'm good. And then at that point, you're you're in the game already. Of, that's just an L for my whole of life. having to keep your kids entertained, that's but you don't want to watch fucking Teletubbies all the time, right? But then Disney streaming platform service comes on, and they're like, "Hey, we got this Star Wars live action TV show, The Mandalorian, where it's like a bounty hunter." You know, you'd be like, "Well, my kids do like Star Wars, and I like Star Wars." I was gonna say, "I like Star Wars. I don't care if they do." I well, like Star Wars. regardless, y'all gonna watch Star Wars? Wars <laughs> so, I mean, that is what it on is. Their phone. I mean. But you know, I think I don't know. I hate. I just kind of hate this idea more so that it's like this PG content mm-hmm. than it is the idea of the Disney streaming service. Like Disney has now some quality content. That I they honestly don't with. think it'll be PG content all the way through. I think they'll go from G to PG thirteen. Well, yeah, I think it'll they, end at PG thirteen though. Yeah. And like, how edgy could it be at PG thirteen? Yeah. Like, so I feel like Iron Fist and Luke Cage, those shows could like. Ideally, if they brought those onto Netflix, because they're they're making a Loki TV show and a Scarlet Witch TV show on that platform, yeah. I'm like, okay, if you can do that, you can tone down Luke Cage a little bit. I guess. And tone down 
Iron Fist didn't Iron really fist. need to be toned down that oh, much. Well, there were some intense moments. A little bit. People like, using the fist on people's faces. Yeah, but it was like... Exploding that's heads. It. Like, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't a lot. But they, but they yeah. can't say fuck. They can't say shit anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's like, uh, it's a bit of a... I mean, yeah. Camper on their, like, grittier world a yeah. little bit. I was just, I really, really don't like, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, next but, thing you know, Jessica Jones will just be, you know... I feel like those shows might... Go man, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like. I feel like the gun is to like all everybody's head at this Basically, point. Basically, yeah. Because like, like Daredevil, I I binge watched it over the weekend, season three. Yeah, amazing. It's the it's oh the, yeah. I, I said I've, I, I've heard everything about it. it I, I they said spoiled it's, it for it's me. like the Dark Knight of Marvel content. Yeah, I would I mean, say it's the it's, best Marvel content Marvel Studios has ever put out. Uh, or in, directly mean related. like. Show wise, right? No, I just mean in general, it's the best Marvel. It's better than the movies. It's better than any Marvel thing they have. It's better than any Marvel Studios thing that that they put out theatrically. And I say that lovingly as I love Infinity War with a passion. I was about to say that was a bold thing. I love Infinity War with a passion, but I would put Daredevil Season 3 right above it. Wow. Because, one, I mean, you know, for people who like, you know, like the realism and like the. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the grounded material. Well, yeah, that, and also, like, it's, like, delving deep into the characters. Like, Daredevil, like, you really kind of understand his psyche a little bit and, like, how how far he's willing to go to stop the Kingpin. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, there's a little bit of a, a, a struggle there because he's, he's a good guy. He's a hero. He doesn't believe in killing and also because he's Catholic and that's, like, seriously oh, yeah, against yeah, yeah. his moral code. So it's great television to see that and then see the bad guy kingpin kind of start to get all his shit back again and you know start fucking up matt's life and so it was just a really intense fun comic booky season and so if you have not watched daredevil oh you know i'm on board binge that shit it's amazing but uh yeah i don't know if they ended it on a pretty crazy note and i hope that they don't cancel it because they've still got like at least two seasons left in it i'm hoping that we can keep daredevil you know like <laughs> just let jessica jones like to me i like jessica jones season one season two though i already see her show it's over like jessica jones is next Let's after season three is i'm dead. gonna call it that's that's next <laughs> next march is when it dies probably i'll be surprised she's in the crosshairs for yeah sure. and i think maybe it's because netflix is making so much original content that they're making more profit off of their original shit versus the marvel shit because it's abc disney owned yeah. So it's like they get more majority of profit. And they probably want to spend more of their time working on their own original content. If Disney's going to yank all their stuff off of it anyway, it's yeah. like, why should we invest the time and effort into this? So I could see that. Do you think they might put it on, put those shows on like a network television? Like, I mean, ABC? If, the money, if the money was right, I think they would do it. If they could get, because like, I know Disney probably doesn't want to tone down those shows and put them on their <laughs> yeah. own platform. I feel like they probably like their own content. So, like, I would expect, I would think that for me, the best case scenario is, okay, we've got these shows. We've got a great cast for them. Mm -hmm. We're gearing up to some good plots. Let's take these, put them on network television for the right price, assuming we can make more off of there than we would off our streaming platform. Mm -hmm. Then let them ride out until season four. Four probably for each show maybe mm-hmm. season five or something like daredevil because that was really, really kicking good. off yeah. and then all right cut it at season four or five for everything and then either bring them black to our platform now that we've like you know like we've we've wrapped up their individual arcs let's do like a defenders show on our 
you know, mm. something like that. Do maybe Heroes for Hire, you know, something like that. Like, wrap up their individual arcs in their shows and mm. then give it a way that it can be brought back into the fold. Because if you cut it right now from Netflix and you don't put it on network TV and then you water it down, basically, and bring it to the streaming platform, yeah. you kind of... It won't. I don't think it'll yeah. do well. Maybe that's just me, but personally, I wouldn't want to watch it on the Disney platform with a PG thirteen rating. I'd rather watch it on network TV. Mm-hmm. You know the like way, it, like the way it was on Netflix, and then just let it ride out for. I'd rather four or five seasons well, see, that's of good content than like ten of whatever. That's the thing. They give the takeaway on the the network television versions of them is that it would be, they'd be shorter hour long episodes. They have commercial breaks and. This more filler episodes possibly oh yeah 100 percent. so i don't know i'm willing this i'm willing to accept some of those <laughs> things if it means that like i'm not getting take. like this watered down disney brand version of these shows like it's fair and i say disney brand in like the sense that like you know it's very kid friendly no i, I agree like, i wouldn't want kids as, well i think I think in general, kids are gonna watch have watched Luke Cage like as it like is they, now. I feel like they have and too, thought like. it was cool. You yeah. know, like it's Marvel related. It's another piece of that world, right? And it feels more. Uh, and what are you protecting them from? But like some like a few curse words and some violence. Like it, I think this yeah. is America. Luke like, Cage was I'm pretty, pretty sure we got that. Here. Luke Cage is pretty intense though. Like I think that's the most brutal out of all. Definitely, though. definitely. But I, but I don't know. I think. Uh, you know, but like Daredevil is a pretty dark show. Oh yeah, it's super like, dark. Yeah. Iron Fist is like the middle ground between Luke Cage and Daredevil. Like, so you what? You just you're gonna put it all on the chopping block to protect kids from? I don't even know if that profanity. was. I don't like, know if that was their bottom line on why they cut it. I, I mean, I they, hope not. I think they like, just cut it because one, it was like I think each season of each show is like at least a hundred mil, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's and probably getting expensive. Yeah, and so they're probably like, all right. We're not doing this. We're just going to take the content from us later. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Y'all yeah. are taking Star Wars from us. Y'all I know, taking right? yeah, all yeah. our Marvel shit. You know, like... So, they... I'd, I'd pull the plug, too. I mean, if yeah. it were me, I'd pull the plug. But Disney needs to be smart and just put this on network television mm. and give us the best product they can for another two or three seasons of each of these shows. I agree. You know, let Jessica Jones ride it out. <laughs> let... I'm just saying, let her finish her show. Let it her finish. Used, it was so... First season was so good, and season yeah. two just... Jesus. Yeah. Let, let her right. let her redeem herself. Let Luke Cage finish up, you know, mm. give him till season four. Uh give Iron Fist until season four. And you know what? I think wrap it up. And then Daredevil probably needs five. I think Daredevil yeah. needs season five. Five seasons in a movie. Yeah. Well <laughs> needs a movie. Like the the performances of those I, I guys. Think, yeah, I agree. I agree. Maybe maybe five seasons of Yeah, movie. and Vincent D'Onofrio in a Spider Man movie, I'm there as yeah. Kingpin. That would be tight. Oh yeah. yeah I mean one hundred percent. Matt Murdoch. Yeah. You know, as a lawyer, somebody's like another superhero's lawyer in a movie. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Because everybody would lose their shit. Yeah. That's all Marvel Studios needs to do is just have a scene where like... Start giving us Civil War type things. You start bringing in characters from other shows and just throw them all in one, you know? Yeah. Give us Avengers stuff, but like not the Avengers, you know? Just... We'll like see. the Defenders was a cool idea. Like It was just terrible execution. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, yeah. It was bad. Uh, but, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm concerned, but optimistic right now as of this moment as of this recording i'm optimistic that disney will do the right thing with their content and allow us to keep it the way it is as best they can before they you know water it down and put it on their streaming platform i feel you i'm, I'm with you i'm with you on that one 100 now moving on 
Uh, over the weekend, Halloween did massive numbers. Yeah. It made a lot of money. It was big. That opening yeah. weekend was crazy. It was like in the uh, mid-70 million range, I think, it was, I think. I think 80 was the end of opening weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, hey. I might be wrong, but I think 80 was the number I saw. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was 76.2. Yeah. See, I know my shit. Don't ever try to come for me like that. You really that. doing this? <laughs> no, you really, like, you really like, look at this. Like, yeah, are you kidding? 77 I was close. mil. I was close. Like, yeah. I said 80. It was 77. What do you I want mean, from me? I mean, I said mid 70s, so. I mean, right, 80s bro. is not. Mm, I mean, Mid 70s is closer to 80. Yes, because it's 76.2. Shut up. Are you really doing this? No. We're both within three. I don't. Okay. We were both close. Wow. We'll say that. Anyway. But, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty petty. Yeah. But yeah, Friday the 13th uh, is getting a reboot because Halloween did so it's, well. Yeah. But basically, what's funny about this is like two years ago, they were supposed to make a Friday the 13th movie. Had everything geared towards a reboot of that. And then other movies were not doing so well. Like that movie Rings. Yeah. Like it was like a reboot of The Ring. Yeah. And it did shitty. Oh, yeah. And they were like, all right. Because no one wanted that. Yeah. No and one they were, asked them for that. Yeah. And they were like, all right, well, I guess. Could it? I guess yeah. Could it? <laughs> I guess we should cut Friday the Thirteenth because how because horror movies aren't making money now, and I find that weird that like in Hollywood people like look at stuff that doesn't work in movies, and then they're like, oh well, I guess this genre isn't popping anymore. It's like no, instead of just, just not doing that. Yeah, it's just like, just do the opposite of what you saw there and make it entertaining. Make whatever genre movie you want to make entertaining. Like I like their knee jerk reaction, just like oh man, they made a terrible movie. We should not make any more of this type of movie. Like, just don't make a bad one. Yeah, right? and like, make it cheap if you really feel that scared. I mean, it's Friday Thirteenth. It's a slasher flick. Like, it's not hard to do that right. You can make I a mean, quick turnaround, even if it's shit. Like, yeah, do like, like a fourteen million dollars. Movie. Halloween movies are trash, and they still made money. Like, that's true. I mean, a good portion of them are not great, but. <laughs> But you know, got Rotten Tomato scores like the teens, like you, yeah, the you, old you know, ones. The you know, like, old. I'm just over here like you could probably make Friday the Thirteenth good without that much work. And it's not even, and people just want to see Jason Voorhees start slashing people. That's, That's it. it. That's it. It's, it's a slash. It's not movie. even hard. Like. Yeah, I mean, if you want to try to make like a good artsy movie, like Halloween did a good job of making it an artsy thing, but that's because the situation called for it. Well, yeah, they had set themselves up really well Perfectly. based on what I know about the other movies. They had done a great job of getting this movie looking ready. So, like, yeah, I was like, I hey. mean, the execution could have been terrible. Yeah, but yeah. it was kind of like seventy to thirty that they were going to do it right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they did a great job and. So with this, I just hope that they just have fun with it. They say they're looking for a lot of, uh, or they're looking at directors and writers now. Yeah. And uh, basically, like the guy who owns the, or, or the guy who like wrote the first Friday the Thirteenth, like got the rights back finally, which is why the video game stopped getting updated and shit yeah. like that. Because they were owned by like a foreign production company and yeah they it's weird shit yeah tons of weird shit going on with that but, but you know i mean there's not much to say on this it's just don't take it too seriously you know it's it's a slasher movie just do that paramount has some some opportunities they've yeah. they've got some horror stuff and now they've got hasbro stuff with yeah. transformers power rangers they got all that so they can make yeah you can have fun with this yeah you'll make it fun have fun yeah. yeah but uh that's it oh and also a random fact they almost made a friday the 13th CW TV show never never happened but I was going to say I don't think I want to watch that <laughs> but it probably would have been like Riverdale which would have been kind of funny if each yeah. season would was, was like a new cast at Camp Crystal Lake that'd be awesome 
but they Almost all get like cute. the grassy where like every season is like a whole new batch with the exact same story yep and like very slightly different issues like yep i didn't get one person pregnant i got two people pregnant like you know like well, some, I don't, yeah something like that i know? wouldn't know how to milk it but i would have it be like thir- after three seasons you'd kind of yeah i'd be like all right this is 13 episode seasons but maybe you could do different like decades and stuff or different something like that maybe, i don't know maybe have like callbacks to prior seasons i don't know i don't know you couldn't make it that's wrong, why i didn't that's why i never got made they probably were like All someone right, ran into those exact problems within yeah. 10 seconds yeah i'm not strong enough to figure that one out yeah now for some juicy stuff we kind of say the juicy stuff for the middle i yeah. guess uh wonder woman 1984 moves back seven months to summer 2020 mm. so you know you know my philosophy about movie pushback dates where one pushback date is okay it usually means that you're doing uh you're doing like some extra scenes, you're refilming because you wanted to get more in, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One pushback is usually positive. The caveat to that is the timeline in which you push it back. You're talking about seven months of a pushback. That's a little much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm deeply concerned about what that means. But I'm sticking by my principle that one pushback is still good news. I do think that as of right now, as of this recording, what we see <laughs> as this final product will still be good. Um, but if I see one more pushback, like, because my pushback threshold is like anywhere between three and five months is okay for the first one. Anything from the second pushback on is probably bad news. And so, like, at seven months, I was like, that's like the timeline I'd expect for a two part pushback. So, like, you're really cutting it close. My thing is, I'm okay when it's a smaller, small, when it's smaller movies. But when it's big movies like this, when they set the date because they're like, no, this is the day this shit comes out and it's going to be awesome. When it's stuff like this and Warner Brothers track record, they did the same thing to Justice League because it was supposed to come out in like May of 2016 and then they pushed that back to November. But didn't Justice League have two pushbacks? It had a lot of pushbacks. It had like two like serious like, hey... We have just goofed beyond. Well, well their reason. date. Well, their date was their re- release date originally was like May of 2016. Then, and this was back in 2015, this like, was like early prior 2015. To even getting their universe in order. Yeah. Like, so this was they were. It was like March of 2015. They figured out. Oh, okay. We yeah. Gotta, it's a no. So yeah. You know, let's push it back. Oh no, sorry, I'm mistaken. It was May of 2017 that they wanted to oh, have right. that come out. Sorry, my bad. It's all blends together. Yeah, there's a lot of movie dates to remember. But yeah, so they pushed that back a couple months to November because November was like a prime date because Warner Brothers really likes November now for their big movies. Yeah. Like they want Fantastic Beasts to be a November yeah. type release and that'll do well because you know even though Aquaman comes out in December. Yeah. Which I mean, that's why they didn't. <laughs> they, they parsed it out pretty smartly. Yeah. They were like, "All right, November. Let's not overdo November." Yeah, and I think they probably think that those two like fan bases won't eat each other. Like, yeah, there'll be enough time to kind of yeah. digest one to get. I don't know. One. I would, I would see both. Like, I wouldn't have an issue seeing both in the month of November. Whatever, that's yeah. fine. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the point is, Justice League had several pushbacks, right? Yeah, and it turned out to be trash. Mm-hmm. So my, my theory holds water with these guys. That one pushback tends to not be. I don't think you know, this, a life-ending I, thing. I it's, think this is a life-ending thing. I think this is a situation. <laughs> it's a situation because one, I think Wonder Woman two was rushed. Like the like the production. They were trying of to ride the wave rushed. and uh, never try to ride. Don't, don't do that. Never try to ride your own wave when like the when, while the iron's hot. Yeah. Like do what Ryan Coogler did. And Ryan Coogler, he said, "I'm not. I I don't know if I'm doing Black Panther 2. Yeah, that was a uh, 
He's like, I don't know. That was I, that was a bold move to say he didn't know he was gonna do it because like the whole fan base would have been like, no, you're. And doing this was it. after the movie came out and made yeah, like, bi- a billion dollars, and he's like, oh, well, let me think about it. And then he came back like what four weeks ago, yeah, and then yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm gonna do Black Panther too. And I was like, all right, cool. The fan so base would have revolted against it if he had. It wouldn't work. Yeah, but <laughs> but now he's taking his time writing the shit, and it's yeah. still got an estimated release date of like yeah. 2021 or some shit i don't know i'm i'm curious to watch the rest of what happens with this because if there is even a one month further pushback it's an L for this movie it's a wrap like i think there's like some massive rewrites going on and they're probably trying to figure out some tonal stuff that's what i'm thinking too because it's kind of hard to follow up the first one like the tone that they set was really wide open at the end there where like you know what great threat would mm-hmm. she face next and how would this tie into the rest of the dcu that they've created like there were a lot of questions that probably need to be answered by this movie, and that's why I think that they pushed it back so far is they're going to address a lot of those things. The rewrites are probably to add in a lot more content, more character development, things mm. like that. And the rewrites thing is my guess. They didn't say that in this article, but, but, stands but, it, but it stands seven the reason. Months, seven months and there's no rewrites. That's a lot of restructuring. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like, one, they probably shoehorned in a Steve Trevor yeah and then they were like all right this is hard to make that work yeah and it's like all right so now you have to figure out these loopholes it's gotta be like a flashback with him of the scene we didn't see in the first one and that's it yeah because they probably wanted to bring him back in and then they realized like there's no good way to do that like Mm -hmm. without getting into like some time travel or something like that there's no good way to do it so they were like let they probably realized they couldn't Mm -hmm. and so now they're unwriting that they're gonna write in maybe like the thing between her and Batman, you know, like they have things constantly. I'm just saying that there are ideas here. They're they're definitely not doing that. There are ideas that they can work with in here. Maybe this is how they introduce their new Batman. Nah, they're not doing that. It's 84, 1984. I mean, sure, you can have like flash forwards. I was going to say like, like, you know how the first one was starts off with her in the present? I don't want to see that. That turned me off in theater. I'd be like, uh, all right, DC. I'm, I'm just saying one pushback. It's Not, bad. I mean, it's a, it's a. It's, it could be bad, but I think that this one pushback is probably for the best. Anything past this, even one month further back than this, and now I have doubts. Yeah, and on the offside of it, like I've a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, uh, has I posted when I made the post on Facebook, and she was like, "Uh, you know, what if they're just trying to angle this?" You know, like as a birds of prey, because it's coming out around now, this around the same time as birds of prey, like two months apart. That's true. And I was like, okay, well, now that I'm thinking like schedule wise, logistically, Shazam and then the Joker movie were gonna come out and are are coming out next year, and then Wonder Woman was gonna be the last thing at the end of the year in November. And that was gonna be three DC movies. Yeah. And now I think they're just trying to milk out their DC titles because one i don't think they know what comes after wonder woman 2 yeah like they haven't started shooting the next dc thing yet right so they it seems like they're trying to fill a a, a void of in 2020 you know like of two dc movies and then maybe if they can rush out a suicide squad 2 before before then they can kind of even if they even if they were going that route you're talking about still having nothing in q4 of 2020 so they need to like if they're gonna have nothing in q4 of 2020 then like q1 2021 we would be expecting justice league 2 or Mm -hmm. flashpoint (laughs) if that's not what the flash movie is gonna be like 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that means Q1 of 2021. Like I'm talking January. I think we might have figured out. Big. I think we might have figured out their their thinking in this yeah. in this method. It could because Warner Brothers could release something non DC related in Q4 of 2020. Yeah, they could do something like not the Mummy two or something like that, but <laughs> something else that keeps people's attention and generates some revenue. You know, so that they can be in the black for uh, for Q4 of 2020, but then do something big DC related. Q1 2021. So, so that that's, means from a business standpoint, that's what I would do because I don't want to try to rush out a project in the last quarter of the year. And then if it flops, how do we then follow that up properly in 2021? Like that would be from a business standpoint, a rough accounting financial decision <laughs> to make. I'm just giving you my perspective based on how I would run the numbers. I'd look at them and say, hey, you need to not bet at all at the end of this year or at yeah. the end of 2020, right? You need to not bet at all. You need to like, hedge your bets earlier in the year that way if you flop earlier in the year you're still safe and that's interesting that they were so confident in the november date and then they moved it to june like because they want a summer blockbuster they didn't have one planned i guess yeah and it's like birds of prey is was gonna be like in is like february ish yeah. march ish yeah you know? but that's some yeah you know, that's spring not I, summer so i know and like, then it's like but then you have like nothing they would rather have something in summer than nothing in summer you i'm know like I mean? which is a good call because how are you going to compete with everybody else in the summer if you take your one would-be summer blockbuster i'm and put sure it in there's a marvel movie there that they're going to want to get away from <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like let's be I mean, real like, I would think that they would want to try to compete, which would then give Creed to the idea that okay, well let's let's put Wonder Woman. If I'm a in if, there. if I'm a WV guy, and somebody say, hey, we should release Wonder Woman in June because it worked well last time, and I'd be like, yo, I'm looking at the Marvel calendar, yeah, I'd be like, thinking what's to myself, coming out? what's coming out? Yeah, like, <laughs> like Captain Marvel? No, we're not doing that. Yeah, Black Panther two? No, we're not doing that. Yeah, I but would if be it's scared. like if it's like Ant Man three, be like, we could try. You, yeah, you can we try. Could with try. That. If it's uh, maybe, mm, I don't know, the new Guardian 3 you might be able to compete with because, you know, the director nah. change. Just too much audience awareness of the franchise. Wonder Woman is a great movie, and it's got a great fan base. But yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy has something. It has a bigger fan base now, I think. And it's got Disney it's attractions, so it's gaining new fans yeah. every day. Like I don't know families. Then, if not Guardians three to compete with, like I don't know what's on the calendar for Marvel for summer twenty twenty. Yeah. I don't remember it all off the top of my head. I'm well, sure let's do. Well, up. let's do. A yeah, quick let's play. find. Yeah, it. let's see if we can find what it is that they're trying to to compete with because yeah. it looks like they're trying to compete with. Yeah, we can see their whole like, slate. Yeah. So let's see, Marvel film, Marvel studio. If I had to guess, it can't be something big. There's no way they're trying to pit Wonder Woman up against like something crazy big, like you know. The new Avengers movie or something like literally the comic line "New Avengers," not a new Avengers. Yeah, movie. you know what true. I mean? You got to specify for the super nerds like me out there. Okay, so we got the Black Widow movie, which is you know currently being you know uh, written. Yeah. Uh, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, oh, the, the Eternals. Eternals would be cool. Yeah. yeah, I know nothing about them, so that could be a whole new thing. I'll get you caught up to speed later. Yeah. Well. I, I don't see was... a 2020 summer release date anywhere. On yeah, here. I think they might be safe. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was. I, I thought maybe that they that's were... why they, that's, that's got to be part of the reason they moved it. Unless oh know. wait, okay, no, we're piecing some shit together. This is why this podcast is fun. All right, so <laughs> they moved the movie from their July 31st, 2020 release date. 
because they don't put the titles of the movies that right, they've yeah. got the date on. Because it, it, it be all anything. of us will immediately go and figure out what that means. But a lot of people think it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I kind of think that because Chris, Chris Pratt just got a job or got a new gig today. And I was like, okay, so. Hmm. That's what I was saying, things man. Are, I think it was Guardians afoot. 3. You wasn't trying to hear it. Okay, okay. No, I wasn't <laughs> trying to hear it. But now that I see that, now that I see that, I know. For a fact that they probably like looked at that vacant slot and was like, "All right, we're gonna take it." Yeah, and, you know. So now, now they're like, "All right, we." So what I think happened was, if we're piecing the whole thing together, start to finish, I think that they got a good chunk of Wonder Woman to uh, set up to go for like at least trailer wise for uh, November, right? Mm-hmm. Then they realized that there was an open slot in summer 2020 to release a blockbuster movie with no Marvel related competition, which is their biggest threat. Right. So they decided, okay, we have the opportunity to put a movie here. What could we put here that would be big enough to blow anything else out of the water? Mm. Well, we don't have anything other than Suicide Squad 2, and mm. that might not be enough. So they said, well, we do have Wonder Woman. Could we push it back? If so, how do we justify it? Mm-hmm. Well, we do have some rewriting we wanted to do, some extra scenes we wanted to put in, some continuity issues we wanted to patch up. Right. I bet they looked at the issues they had in Wonder Woman and the opportunity they had in Summer and put Ooh. the two together. Okay, so I just found a juicier thing. Now, this is not in connection with anything, but this just is just kind of drama, at least with the actor themselves. Okay, all right, all right. so Wonder Woman 2 comes out Friday, June 5th, 2020. But the next Friday, a movie with The Rock and Gal Gadot herself is coming out called uh, Red Notice. So I think she might be fucking herself on this one, but it's not her fault. I mean, you work, you work, and you and she, and her, she's working. She's working, but her bottom dollar might get her back end money might get hurt a little bit by this. Because I mean, Wonder Woman two is gonna beat this rock movie with Gal Gadot, like or Gal Gadot. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is Wonder Woman will obviously beat out whatever Red Notice is gonna be about. But I mean, <laughs> anyone who doesn't want to go see it will go see Red Notice. I mean. She's still getting paid out of the way. This yeah. is this is interesting. Like, I really I, I think I pieced together what happened with one one though. Like, we worked we worked it. We yeah, worked I mean that doesn't does that not make sense? It to makes you, right? sense. Like, it makes sense. They to saw me. the opening spot. They saw some issues they wanted to work out with Wonder Woman. They decided to kill two birds with one stone. There's no competition. There's no downside to pushing the date back. Everyone that was gonna see it is still gonna go see it. This just hurts me as a fan because I'm like, all right, you guys don't know. Like to me, like if I wasn't like. If we weren't dissecting shit like this, I'd be like, wow, you guys really don't know what the fuck you guys are doing, do you? And they can't really say anything. They can't Because they have a track record of not knowing what they're doing. Exactly. Right? So it's like, and they, they try to break it down to me. It's like, I'm still going to be like. You wouldn't believe it if you didn't look it up yourself. Like, if, if, you, if we hadn't just sat here and pieced this together and someone then told you that, you would not believe it. Yeah. And let's be real. They're probably going to push that date back. <laughs> if they push it back a second time. They can just go ahead and take that L because the movie will then be trash. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Also, what are you going to push it back to? Are you telling me you really want to take a movie from summer 2020 and push it back further? To November. To to November. (laughs) To November. And then try to ride that wave that you've been trying to create with your November releases? Like, okay, cool. So what are you doing for summer? Like, where's your summer movie? Like, because if Marvel's not got one and you don't have one, like... You're yeah. just leaving that spot open for whoever to, you know, what, like Universal's going to come in and make another another run at their movie universe? Like, don't leave the summer 2020 spot open, please. I guess it makes sense, because they wouldn't have had time to... Well, actually, no. They would have had... 
They've had time. They would have had time. They would have had time to market it and all yeah. that shit. Like trailers, we would have exactly. got a lot of trailers. They've already got content for the trailers already. I'm sure. So like, there's no excuses. Like, yeah, because they can't just... really amp up the hype. Like, I'm not gonna be thinking about yeah. Wonder Woman like for the right. rest of my. You're days. not gonna get me to think about this for t- ten straight months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's we're some detectives, man. We figured this out. Yeah, I mean, high five on that. Yeah. Boom. All right. Let's move on to some juicier news. Now, this one is some shit. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, Disney is oh, talking man. about rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean with the writers of Deadpool. Thoughts? Hmm. <laughs> so, I just like to know. Like, I regret putting this on Facebook, too, because I feel like I shouldn't have done that. But I would just like to know why you have time. And I know it's different teams who do this, but why you have time for this but you can't give us the rest of the seasons of the marvel shows like i know different teams manage these things i'm not unaware of that Mm -hmm. my issue is that who was sitting around in a room and thought to themselves guys you know it'd be great an original idea no 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 no. street boot pirates Mm. and then just like who who was sitting at the table and then someone said yeah no it sounds like a great idea like why like why why no one asked for this I agree. Like, I agree. I don't think anyone was sitting around thinking to themselves, we really need to reboot Pirates. Like, and you know what? The last two have been pretty forgettable. Right? Do I'll you even remember that. their titles? I don't. I have to really think about it. Right? Four is on Stranger Tides. Oh, and, God. And two, yeah, I, I mean, that. and five is, uh, is that Dead Man Tale, No Tales. Ah, see, I didn't even remember those. Like, <laughs> the last thing I remember was At World's End. That was like the that's last the title. Last, that's like, the last one that was like... It's like the curse of the black pearl. You're like, yeah, let's get it. And then what was the second one? Uh, Dead man's chest. Yeah, you that know, was Davy the... Jones with his creepy face and all that. I like, like how you really get over with it. Davy Jones. He was killing it, tight. man. He had like the key in his in his squid he beard. He was fucking hard you know? as hell. And then the what's his face? His dad was like a squid person too. You know, he was got coral for, for oh, an yeah. arm. Like, there was some dark weird stuff going on. You know, like, Orlando Bloom got whipped. Yeah, for, for and then what's, what's her face went from being like the damsel in distress to like, yo, I have a two swords. Like you can get this work. Like I love. Oh it. yeah, that's I, right, Elizabeth. It was like a fun ride, you know. Like they weren't great, but they I were think fun the to first watch. two were fun, and then the third, the third one, one had to wrap it up. They got weird. Like yeah. they got way too weird. They just and then like the last two was just like, who who's what watching are we doing? these? Like yeah, are you guys just did Johnny Depp just have a contract that you had to fulfill? And like, it's funny because at the end of the last one, like. Or the story of the last one, Jack Sparrow's compass just isn't fucking working, and yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't know where to go, and usually he knows what what to do. Blah blah blah. But by the end of the movie, he's on the he's on the ship, and then he looks at the compass, and it's like, all right, we're going in this direction, like it's steady. And it was like, oh, Jack Sparrow knows what the fuck he wants to do now. And I was like, that could be an interesting next movie. But it turns out that the direction they wanted to go was a reboot. <laughs> I just um yeah no one no one asked for this I don't think anyone really wants this but like to anyone who does please justify to me why this is necessary and smart like yeah I would just say yeah I've said the last two were not that great but audiences liked it enough to keep them going sort of but I guess but like you did can they make need a, a better reboot one. like yeah did, you can make a better one like, like I said just make a sequel I understand better. a sixth movie right because like I guess the way they left off in the fifth left room for a sixth movie that's fine mm-hmm. but to anyone who truly believes that this deserves a reboot please explain me why and how this is necessary and smart now to play devil's advocate it is a really smart move on the studio's part somewhat Do I really think they're gonna make bank off this reboot 
Yeah, but uh, I don't think that it's a, a IP strong enough to survive without Johnny Depp. That's what I'm saying. You need to make a character that's as equal to Johnny Depp's character, but it's hard to do that. Yeah, because, I was going to say, who are because, you going to cast? Because like, Jack Sparrow's essence was created by Johnny Depp. Like and that character is pretty iconic. Like, yeah, and it's not even shit that was written down on paper that Johnny Depp added to the role. Like, right, like he just the, cre- he created that character. The movements like, and yeah, the weird... The, the psyche, the person. Yeah. Like, that's, this is why I'm saying how... like. But this he, is not a particularly smart move, in my opinion, because I don't I'll think they're going to make their bank back. Here's where, I won't say they will make their bank back. I retract that statement. But I will say, here's why they think it's a smart move. Oh, okay. All right. A, Johnny Depp's contract with each movie keeps getting bigger and bigger. And he gets a lot of the back end off of these movies. And if we were to look in the at the gross of like the last parts of the Caribbean movie... It would probably be close to, you know, at least seven million because it's or seven hundred million because you know it's kind of the popularity of it has, you know, gotten it's lesser and lesser over time, it's, right? It's at least plateaued. So if I look at Dead Man Tells No Tales, that had a budget of three hundred and twenty million, right? But then you know you put that with the advertising, the marketing, yeah. Then it becomes the, uh, a little the overhead high. stuff. Yeah, and then it only made seven hundred and ninety four point nine million. You say only like that's <laughs> not still a lot. It's not a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. Off off the fifth one. It's, I like, mean, it's impressive. I mean, fifth. it's like, impressive. But when the budget, when you put in the budget, the promotion, and all that shit, and it's like six hundred. Yeah, I mean, the final budget had to be no something. less than five hundred million, right? Yeah, like, that's. So I'm like, all right, well, and then you add in to Johnny Depp's, like probably. You know, forty five percent back right, in. Yeah. You know, not to mention the other actors and actresses that are still pretty a list on that list now. I mean, I'm like that hmm. movie didn't make net a lot of money. It just grossed a lot of revenue. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, like we'll see. Like, I, like I can kind of see in their mind. Oh, if we just get if, if we, we do a reboot, Johnny Depp, <laughs> and remove him mm-hmm. and make like a more you know more in line with the first movie because the first one's not that big. If yeah, you think really about the first it's one, like, it's kind of intimate. It's like you know you have like two two uh, ship battles, but they're not like not crazy. Like the third one had a crazy ship battle. Yeah, you know? there's a lot more swashbuckling, and, and the then, uh, like the effects aren't nearly as big in the earlier movies. Like with the Calypso thing, you know that was expensive. To they do. went too big and they got too weird with that. But yeah. then Dead Man's Chest, obviously, you know it was like 2006 or something like that. 2005 maybe no 2006 and it you know was a much bigger movie with much bigger hype so i think that probably at least made 800 million that had to have made 800 yeah yeah, yeah. but uh you know it it just made sense to do that but now since the time has changed and the, the value of a dollar has changed you know it's like let's try something new let's get some new actors but let's not. I I would say, hey, y'all can try that, but don't try to like recast Jack Sparrow. Just stay away from that character. Or if you can, have him cameo or something. Make him not an integral part. But even then, people just want to see Jack Sparrow. Exactly. If That's, you bring him in, it's kind of like making these Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. It's like, well, but hey. Venom has proven that you right, know Spider-Man. I mean, huh? It does work. Huh? Hey, <laughs> it it works, but to like. To damage to what, to what end? Yeah, you know? to, like, to, at some point you have to bring in your main character. Yeah, so like, it's like why are we fucking around? Yeah. And sure, Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't 
I mean, it originally didn't revolve around, around him necessarily. Originally, he was the the supporting character in Pirates of the Caribbean. He wasn't the main character. It was Will Turner and Elizabeth. Right. And but then it he became the story of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, because like, you know people yeah. like it. So hey, fucking this is make what it I'm saying. This is not a smart move on their part because I do not think they will make their money back off of all of the movies in the reboot that they're probably <laughs> maybe off the first one. But you will see diminishing returns, in my opinion. <laughs> no, like, you're right. Are, like, they could have did the and whole. I don't think it's necessary either. Yeah, they could have did the whole Son of Will Turner shit, but they wasted that idea with the last movie, and it was trash. And then they teased me with that damn good tease, because, because, like, I have a soft spot for the second one. The second one with Davy Jones, because he's the best villain of the Pirates movies. Oh, by far, yeah. And at the end of it, they showed Will, you know, reuniting with Elizabeth, and it's kind of a happy ending. And then after the credits... He's sleeping in his bed, and then we see the door open, and a silhouette of Davy Jones shows up, and he touches Will, and Will wakes up, and he's like, oh, shit. You know, like it was a dream, right? And then he goes back to bed, and then they pan down, and then we see a claw. And I was like, oh, shit, he's coming back. He's coming for him. So I was like, okay, so that means... This one is like the reunion movie. Like this next, the sixth one, reunion. And that could be the, because to me, I thought they were thinking, all right, we're going to do one more and then we're going to cash out. I would think that that would be the best idea. And I was like, what better way to cash out with a sixth movie that than the have, big, big finale? Yeah. Bring everyone back. Orlando from Bloom, fucking, uh, Kira Knightley. Bring everybody in. Like, see, this is why I'm saying the sixth movie it's, makes sense. It makes more sense. A now reboot does not make it. sense, and I do not think it is smart. But mm-hmm. anyone who disagrees, please feel free to explain to me how this both is smart and necessary. They've done a good job trying to keep the budget down, I think, too, with hiring directors that like nobody knows about yeah <laughs> like after gore verbinski who did like the first three they just kept hiring like duos and shit and i'm like i don't know what the fuck these guys are but they're like oh they're very artsy german directors i'm like okay, okay cool and they pretty much did the job and yeah, I mean, made unimpressive movies but they were you know they did they yeah. they made money i guess but i think the one before the dead man telling no tales made a billion dollars because it was in 3d and this was like 2011 uh yeah what was that stranger tides right yeah it was so big i guess because like everybody's like oh shit it's the fourth one yeah jack is back you know so i think we were all expecting kind of like a finale-esque type of thing coming from this like yeah. it was like we know this isn't the end but this is the movie that like it's like a part one part two type of thing where it's like this is gonna set up the end then we got the last movie we we're like oh this is the end mm-hmm. then it wasn't and we were all just kind of like okay yeah like, i was i was always confused about that movie yeah, I was like, if Jack, if you were going to have stories with Jack, you kind of had to find some interesting stuff with him. And that's the hard part about making him the main character. And I think that's always been the problem with the Pirates movies is he worked better when he was like the side guy when because he, was he couldn't give a fuck. out of people's lives. Yeah, he couldn't like, give a fuck. He was yeah, just doing like, stuff that was Jack Sparrow. Like in the end, it all... In the end, it was all his plan. It was all his idea. In the end, it all benefited him. Like mm. stuff like that He's was good pirate. in like the first or second movie. But then, like as the movies became about him, it was Straight like up good guy. By the fourth movie, it's <laughs> kind of like wait, okay, like this is the story of Jack Sparrow, and like it's you're you're just watching him become the good guy. Like you don't want that. He's a pirate, and he's yeah. like the pirate. And like, I think with. And I'm, I know we're, like, gushing about pirates, but I've never really talked about my love for the Pirates of the Caribbean 
trilogy, like the first two. I, I don't want to say trilogy because mm, it wasn't. You can give one. the third one in, like a pat on the back. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a good. Yeah. You can, it, come on, yeah. come on. Like, I gotta rewatch it. It's been a while. All yeah. I can remember is like a sea sea crab was making a maelstrom, and yeah, that was a whole thing with the thing. But and then it became too convoluted. They were like, oh well, like Jack wants to be the new. Davy Jones, but oh wait, if he doesn't do that, fucking uh, Will but if he doesn't actually do the job, yeah, and he like can't be Davy Jones because like he doesn't want to ever die, so now he's immortal, but he doesn't want to fucking work, but he doesn't want to do his job, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, they're just doing so you just want to be immortal, yeah, you're just kind of an ass, yeah, like, you're not really okay, whatever. Yeah. But and so you know, like, I liked the insanity of the first of the second one. Because, you know, it was, like, a bigger budget, so it was yeah. all these nutso ideas that they were creating, like, when they're, like, on the wheelbarrow, and they're, like, fighting, and it was, like, it felt like a summer movie. Yeah. Like, that's a movie that I would call a summer movie because it just makes you feel the adventure, the fun. And the first one was good because, like... Oh, yeah, first one was it, great. It, like, it was, it was kind of zany. It had, like, a... It had like a Zorro vibe to it, but like with sure. pirates instead, you know. Mm-hmm. It was all it was a swashbuckling adventure, you know. It was like this is what we expected to see. You delivered. We appreciate it. You know, it had all the stereotypical things you'd expect to see from the pirates, and then mm-hmm. like we get introduced to this cool character, Jack Sparrow, who really does make that movie. Like without him, it would be kind of Captain Jack Sparrow. And they had such great lines. That's that's the yeah. thing. The first two had some great lines. It was like, and it was funny. Yeah. yeah, like it was. It was genuinely a funny action movie, which mm-hmm. is kind of hard to do, you know. Without like one usually overpowers the other. Like with Guardians, they almost end up focusing more on the comedy than actually making a good movie. But come on, Guardians is a great movie. Oh yeah, but Don't like, on it. like, can we just like can we retract <laughs> some of the comedy and focus on like some storytelling instead? Well, here's the thing. Well, th- that was the biggest complaint with the second and third one was that they retracted a little bit of the comedy and then added in the drama beats. I mean, like they yeah. really tried to get into the psyche of like characters, I, and it was like, a, I didn't want to get into the psyche of Jack Sparrow <laughs> because it was much more fun just trying to figure out what the fuck he was gonna do. But they decided, oh, let's have Jack like fall in love with Elizabeth and like try to, uh, and, I then, hated that. and then Elizabeth kind of has a thing for him, but she won't. But ever, she's also playing the game, yeah, and she won't like turn to the dark side, you know, for completely yeah. because she loves Will so much, and it was like. I really hated Let's not that do whole that. thing. Can we not do that? Yeah, like, the love triangle thing. It didn't even manifest. To it wasn't a even a love triangle. Like it was basically like she was just eyeing him low key, but then like was never gonna do anything about it. Like well, she he, did kiss him, but to oh, her own man, end. whatever. But it, but it worked out for it worked in her favor. She got she got to do one thing, one thing she wanted to do another thing that yeah. she wanted. So it was like I just hated it that was a pirate. Idea, it was like, a pirate technique. But yeah. oh yeah, definitely. That's what that's why I kinda like that scene. It was ballsy. I, I, I like that scene. Yeah. I hate that idea. Like, <laughs> okay. The fair. idea of them being anything other than like oh. enemies. I hate that idea. Like, I didn't like that they threw it away in the third one. Yeah, like, then they just tossed that. When idea he just out. when they go and save him from like hell or wherever he was. Yeah. Sand place with crabs riding this riding where that was supposed to be. So, that was weird. Yeah, and like uh yeah, he sees Elizabeth and Elizabeth and or no, and Will is like like, Do you love him? Like he thinks that she's like she secretly loved Jack like yeah. the whole time. And it was like But she really didn't though, bro. Like you was good the whole time. Yeah, come on, bro. She had you out here looking stupid. Yeah, though. you're Orlando Bloom, bro. Yeah, like relax, bro. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I uh, don't really feel like the reboot's necessary. So, so you give it two thumbs down. You won't even see it. I really don't plan on seeing this reboot. Out of morbid curiosity, I will see it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it does go through it. Now, they said that, you know, 
Johnny Depp's, uh, you know, his presence in that movie is give or take right now. They're trying to figure that out. But Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp, so he requires a big paycheck to fucking show up. Right, yeah. And then they have to do a massive overhaul of their fucking Disney attractions because Jack Sparrow is, like, a main staple at Disney World. Like, yeah. where the So it's like, hmm. can you really This is why I'm that? saying this is not smart or necessary. So maybe when they say a reboot, what if it's a reboot but it's like, it's just saying, hey, we're just going in a different direction with Jack Sparrow. So and a sequel. It's a sequel. It's just a but, sequel. But, but in Hollywood, there's so many like term terminologies that get changed because it used to be reboot just meant you were erasing everything and you were starting yeah, fresh. That's the idea. You know, and then there's remake, which is like you're which just is you're redoing a specific movie. Mm-hmm. And then there should be sequels in which you are just continuing the story. So like. Yeah. Maybe they need to clarify what they meant. Well, Halloween, the newest Halloween is a reboot, technically, but it is a sequel. But isn't it a, like... Reboot slash sequel. Sequel? It's a sequel, but a reboot at the same time, because it's erasing the previous canon. A bunch of the movies got, like, essentially written out, It's erasing, like... So they retconned a bunch of Halloween stuff. So, yeah, it's a reboot slash sequel. Well, that's not what they said here. I know, but they... they said here was a reboot. But they said this... When this Halloween movie got made, they said it was going to be a reboot. And then later, like... Two months before, three months before it was coming out, they were like, oh, yes, yeah, this is a direct sequel to Halloween 2. And it was All like, right. oh, okay, cool. So maybe that's the thinking that's going on here. But they didn't say it in that article. You're right. And for people like me who post shit on Facebook right? for my friends to see and start talking shit about it, like, yeah. no, I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, right? my, my Facebook fans are like the biggest, like... Uh, I've, seen some, I've seen some of the posts on there. They are... Uh, they. They're trigger happy with the keystrokes, man. Yeah, well, I like that. You know, there it's a good sampling of like what the rest of the world would kind of think about this, and I think really? people just love Johnny Depp. So, I guess we'll see, man. We shall see. Now, on to the next thing. Legendary is set to adapt the anime and manga of My Hero Academia yeah. into a live action movie. Really worried about this. You know what? I'm a bit at all and say <laughs> that it's a great idea to do that. This is what actually makes the most sense out of any anime you could do to make like a live action movie in this time. This is the one to do because, like, you know, it's basically you know a superhero movie or it will be a superhero movie, which they're doing great right now. So that's a great idea. My concern doesn't stem from the premise of making this movie. It's things like the casting for this and the character designs, the costumes. I just say go balls out with it. Like, literally, this is the only time when I say it's acceptable to just fucking look at the anime shit in the manga and just say, let's do this shit. It's crazy. It's nuts. I mean, yeah, let's it is. Go I would love nuts. to see that. I would love to see like a direct take from the anime and the manga. I'd love to see you just take literally that and put it in the movie. What I'm, What my concern is is that that won't happen. Like, I mean, there's going to be some changes like... You know, he's not gonna be in Tokyo or some shit. You know, it's gonna yeah, be I'm in sure America, it'll be like Chicago. Or yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be like that. I get it. You know, but and they're probably not gonna find like a ten year old. Like that might be weird. Like they could do a whole Harry Potter type shit. Like yeah, like you could make that. a movie each year and watch the kid grow up. You know, that'd be kind of tight. Okay, maybe I could see if you did like the Harry Potter Daniel Radcliffe type of thing where you were just like. Watch now, the kid grow up. Now, is Midoriya or uh, Izuku, is that his name? 
Oh God, I can't. I thought, remember. It, was Midoriya. I thought it was Midoriya yeah. too, but it says in the thing it centers on Izuku, a young boy who dream daydreams about being a hero. And I've seen the anime, but I just know him as Midoriya. Maybe oh, I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I've watched like a couple episodes. I didn't like. I didn't have time he, to get. You know, I can't start a whole anime, bro. I like, get you, I get you. I, it, do you think he's gonna be like twelve or some shit? I think he's gonna be like at least fourteen. Yeah, I think they're gonna make him a little older because, like, I think it would tell a better story, honestly, in my opinion, than like. If this literal kid was mm-hmm. growing up, like because the way he acts in the anime, you know, he doesn't act like a ten year old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, and I feel bad now because I watched the anime, so now I'm like, I've got all these like right, preconceived like, biases in my head about like how the movie should be, and it's like, yeah, you know, like I'm thinking like, oh well, the first movie they have to do like from episode one to episode thirty four, they have to right. condense that. Like it's like, uh... like I would, I would be like, hey. If I was doing a first movie, I would say, hey, you know, we set up the premise, you know, he gets All Might's, you know, quirk or whatever, and then they stop it right before, I don't know. I don't want to say the school invasion, yeah. because you kind of had to have the school invasion. I feel like that should be, like, the main conflict. Like, like at the end, it should be the school invasion, and they should had their fight, and then it's like, Dude, oh, like shit, a, real. Like, Harry Potter was, like, the Deathly Hallows were, like, part one is, like, all hell broke loose, and then part two is the resolution. You could do that. It could just be the whole movie could be him just trying to get into the school. Yeah, and, then and the then, second <laughs> movie is the invasion. Like if we're trying to milk this shit, that's yeah, probably what you do. There are a lot of options with this. I'm, I'm, I'm not not excited to see this happen. I'm concerned about how will the they translate the, look. the the anime and the manga into a live action because, like, all my hair, for instance, you know they can't do that. Like. What are you gonna put a oh, wig can. on the character? No, like, you can. I mean, it's, it's gonna be ridiculous looking. Like. I mean, you can. I mean, now you can just make thing. it like realistically, where it's like you know, still super blonde guy, nah. or whatever, and the hair's just spiked up or something. Nah, like. you gotta go all balls to the wall. With I, it. I don't know. I'm going balls to the wall, <laughs> bed and all. No, like if you, no, like here's the thing. Like if 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 I was putting myself in a situation to direct My Hero Academia, and I'm like looking at it through the lens of like a fan, I would be like, all right, costuming, you can keep. You know, you can keep that. You can make that look however you need that to look. All Might, with that look, when he powers up, everything about him is powered up, right? Yeah. Right? So I'm like, okay, so it's supposed to look ridiculous. I think his character is supposed to look yeah. ridiculous. Like, when you see All Might, he's not supposed to look, like, super, like... Realistic. Yeah, he's just this stoic he's, action figure character type character. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with it, man. I, I'm but that's just you, my just, excuse. That's my excuse. It's just things things like making All Might's character in live action seem difficult I have, to me. I have I two have castings concerns. for that. I have two castings for All Might. If this movie is going to, I mean, I don't know when the movie's going to start shooting, but I would assume that it's probably going to be be estimated to come out in like 2021, maybe 2020 if they're rushing it. With that said, who's hot right now for All Might in physical condition? Uh, I would probably say there's only two actors. <laughs> Who are you trying to put in this? Okay. I'm going to say it. My two choices would be The Rock. L. Stop. <laughs> it's an L. Get away from no, me. No, it works. It kind of works. When you Get think, away when from you, me. When you think about The Rock. I literally knew you were going to say The Rock. I know you were. That's why I saw the look on your eyes. But when, when you see The Rock and you see the charm that he has and the likability he has, but then you think about what he would look like when he's like not powered up, that shit would be funny as fuck. Oh my god. 
But also, my second choice. Now, this is a much more controversial one, but he's also setting his career up, and he's much cheaper now. Uh, it, John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I say John yeah, Cena. I, I actually like that. And I see John Cena only because John Cena, I, everything that I've seen him in, all the comedies that he's been in recently in the last like three or four years, he's been really funny. And then yeah. he's been in a couple, uh, some dramas recently, and I'm like, okay, so he can, yeah. he can That's do... That's why I'm on board with the John Cena decision, actually. <laughs> I actually I actually like that. I get it. Like, and they're both physically fit actors, so it's like... And they both have the charm, yeah. I think, that you would need and, for all my... Yeah, I, I, could, I could see John Cena more so than The Rock. I think, he, I think we're just sick of seeing The Rock. That's I think, why. I think that's what it is. But, like, I've seen him in too many but movies. But if we took, like six or seven movies off his filmography you would have been okay with it yeah but now i've seen him like rampage it's like get the fuck out of here dwayne Dwayne, go away like can you stop making movies please like for an hour please i think he would be attracted to that idea and he's got a good relationship with legendary and they i mean they just did a skyscraper and i don't know if that movie did well or not probably no i don't think it did well here i think it did well overseas and also he's big in japan yeah so yeah you look at All Might and you see, or they see Dwayne Johnson with fucking. I don't, actually that would look weird. With I was gonna hair. say like making Man. him blonde would be weird, so you can't be blonde anymore. That's that's such a big aspect of his character. That's what. Uh, okay, like, yeah. So I would say he has to be super white. <laughs> he, has yeah. to be, he has to be super white yeah. because basically All Might is like the caricature of what american superheroes look like yeah so i'm like okay it's like a meme of the the entire culture for american superheroes and i think it's funny it's great it's so great and the character actually has some uh some heart to him so i'm like okay so they didn't take just the worst attributes of americans you know Mm -hmm. yeah so john cena you're you're right you're you're rocking with that yeah i i support the john cena casting decision (laughs) i'm with you on it all right so Midoriya, I don't know who I would cast, but it's got to be no a young. Idea. It's got to be a youngin. Yeah, like Tom Holland. No, I'm just kidding. Get away from me. Actually, Tom Holland probably is probably. I could see them going to him to, for that role because Tom Holland has that like that boyish like I'm looking up to somebody to try to do this thing, but also it has Spider Man, Iron Man parallel, so they might want to avoid. That's that. That's why I was like, that's why I'm not on board with it. But it's I can kind of see anything against Tom Holland. It's just like. I can kind of see it, though. I don't like that idea. I think I would maybe be okay with it if they had his hair come out. I don't know about the green hair. I probably Let's would, not do the green hair. I would say it's black. Just it make look, it black. I would say it looks black, but then when certain light hits it, you know, in, in, in certain maybe lighting got, conditions, like, it looks tips dark green. Or something. No, like, not green tips. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really think about dyeing hair. No, I would say I'm dye black. the hair. Like, what do you like? I would say dye the hair black, right? But then have have it be like under certain light lighting conditions you can kind of see a green greenish hue to it that would be my like it's like green undertones or something like yeah like you know certain you you need to like have someone like weigh in who knows how to dye hair i mean i've seen movies with dye and i'm like hey let's we could we could do this but you know legendary they're doing a lot of things they they're on the wave of anime and it's funny because i said a couple of podcasts ago that you know anime like adaptations are the next wave after comic book movies yeah once the superhero stuff has like once we've kind of because after after like the next three or so avengers movie like in 2025 we're all going to be kind of tired of seeing the avengers movies because like they'll introduce the new avengers and (laughs) yeah it'll be the same kind of platform where it's like it'll be introduce individual heroes in Mm -hmm. their movies 
get like an Avengers style meetup movie. Right. You know, set conflicts in the secondary movies. You know, like it'll be a phase one, two, and three really cut and dry for Marvel. We'll get tired of it over the next 10 years. Yeah. So. And I think Legendary has been plotting for a while. Naruto, oh, yeah. oh, they yeah. got the rights to that. They're trying to come up. They're writing in the background. Don't don't yeah. don't, <laughs> don't, don't sleep don't on sleep. them. Don't sleep. Yeah. And then and then a few weeks ago they did a they got the rights to Gundam to do the Gundam movie. I'm really excited for a Gundam movie. Like I, I mean, hey, I'm like because like it was I know confusing. it's a chance for Pacific Rim to I, yeah. be made correctly. <laughs> no, I'm just like, right? but why do that when y'all already have Pacific Rim? Like, why do y'all think that that's going to make more money than Pacific Rim? I think it's because the fan base for Gundam is a lot larger than Pacific Rim. But I don't know if it's... A, I think it might be equal to, it's to not. Pacific Rim. It's, I really it's believe really it's close not, to like, I think everybody who likes Giant Mechs went to go see the first Pacific Rim. Right, but everyone who likes Giant Mechs and was an anime fan in general will go see Gundam. Like, there are a lot of people who didn't see Pacific Rim because they thought it was just a Gundam ripoff. Nah, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't know. You don't know, but I do, and I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, that, I'm, I'm just like, looking at it, and I've seen hardcore. I've seen. I've met a few anime fans in my life, yeah, and they have said <laughs> Pacific Rim was trash. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, very few have actually. I've, I've met very few Gundam fans. I know Gundam fans exist. Wow. I know they exist. I I know some of you listeners are out there that that love Gundam, but I don't think that it actually equates to more money than making more money than Pacific Rim. I think they're gonna yield the same results as Pacific Rim and be like, "Wow, okay, that was stupid." Like, nah, I think it's gonna do more, man. I think it's gonna do more because there are people who are diehard anime fans that did not want to see Pacific Rim because it looked like a cheap Gundam knockoff, and I think those people will go see the new know. Gundam movie, and I think it will constitute an actual change in the bottom line. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I'm calling it now. We'll see. We'll see. And they got a Detective Pikachu coming out. Please don't do that. But you know they're producing it and let Warner Brothers take that L if that movie yeah, sucks. Yeah, let's uh, let's let Ryan Reynolds voicing. Pikachu. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do <laughs> I that. I mean, it's, it's it's happening. We're probably practically about to get a trailer at any moment. So I'm, I'm really sad about that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see. I don't that. know why anybody's first idea would be like, oh, we're gonna make let's a Pokemon live Ryan action. Reynolds. Let's do. Let's do Detective Pikachu and let's get Ryan Reynolds to voice it. Who, now, who sat in a room and said to themselves, you know, it'd be great making a better movie? No, Ryan Reynolds. Like, <laughs> well, why? It's funny because like, this stuff actually happens. Like, so, why would you do that, man? It's funny because somebody, I don't know, out there, they probably are writing Detective Pikachu as like this like smart ass Pikachu. Probably, yeah. You know, and it's they're really like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is a smart ass, so let's get him. You Ryan know? Reynolds is too good for this. Like, please don't put him through this. He's he's doing the most right now. Like, he's shooting a Michael Bay movie right now. Yeah. It's com- coming out on Netflix soon. He's uh, he's great. I'm a fan. I mean, we'll forgive him for Green Lantern. So, yeah, he he redeemed himself. He gave us two good. Deadpool he killed movies. himself. He killed himself. He literally killed himself reading the the yeah. Green Lantern script. So it's like, all right, you're redeemed. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're good. he realized that he took an L and then redeemed it. Like that was that's the biggest thing you could do, man. For sure. So. My Hero Academia. How do you? How much do you think that movie could make? I don't know. Based on popularity and its, it's growing popularity, it is really hot right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is so hot right now. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's. <laughs> I mean, everybody's about this, man. So I'm about it. I was a skeptic. I was not a fan. Oh at yeah, first. I went in skeptical too. I was so skeptical by episode in episode one. I was like, damn, the narrative is really good in this, and the world building is so great. And I'm like, wow. I've totally been shitting on animes for so long that I was blinded. Now, I will say, most animes are not that 
They're not great. great. <laughs> There's a lot of trash anime out there. Yeah. And I'm, I know I'm going to catch some heat for that. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. It's just, they just can't all be winners. Your anime being 800 episodes long doesn't immediately mean that it's good. It just means that they had a lot of filler episodes and a strong fan base. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make it good. Yeah. So I'm like, My Hero Academia, it's fresh, and I hope that that doesn't last like 800 yeah, episodes like let's, not let's, let's end it like around like a hundred episodes or whatever or at least as long as they're creative with the stories yeah and I mean, they don't make him like ultra powerful he just has an end point about being right a, like a hero. he reaches like i want an anime that actually reaches a logical reasonable conclusion where your main character doesn't become like the most powerful thing ever to exist like yeah that's kind of ridiculous like come on man you yeah know, like so i don't know I, I i can't put a number on this one man this is hard like I'm going to put a number on it. I'm going to just guess. What, what are you guessing? Okay. So, I would say the first my, the first movie probably will have like a $100 million budget, right? And then the fan base. I think being, at least $100 million. At least I think, million. I think it's going to have like it's a pretty be blockbuster size. Yeah. yeah. So, with that said, I think that it's probably going to end up making around $500 million. Net or gross? Gross. Okay. But, and then I think... If but if it's like better than what I think it'll be, like if it's like if it's, if it's a great, great fucking yeah. movie, like and it's like PG a good PG thirteen kids yeah. kids can go see it type shit, which is hard because yeah. the anime is so violent sometimes. Yeah. Uh, they could they, they could cartoon the violence. They could. And it gets kind of bloody. There's like even a villain in there that likes blood. Yeah, like, I know. That, but I mean, there's a whole thing with cutting they, people. They could. I guess they could I'm not cut gonna, out the. They the could. dark stuff if they, they wanted to. They could, but then again, I'm just. But then we like we, the dark. stuff. We like the dark yeah. stuff. So it's like, all right. So then you have if it's great, at least six hundred and forty something million, which is you know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just pulling this number out of my ass. We can look back at it. In a, yeah, when it comes out, I'm be like, Dan, do you know how? <laughs> I was so wrong. Like, it made a billion dollars, <laughs> Daniel. Or the opposite's like, Dan. They they owe people money. <laughs> oh, they flopped hard. Yeah, oh, they, they owe people money. Dan. It's hard to drop the ball on this one. It's either going to be a billion or I don't, negative. <laughs> I honestly don't know how anybody could drop the ball on a My Hero Academia movie. Like, everything's set up perfectly for you to all do. All you really have to do is copy what's already been done. That's all you need to do. It's not going to be And hard. then have a good creative eye. Be fun. Have a good time with it. Cast great actors to have a great time. So you just did. do everything perfectly. Just do everything perfectly. But it's already been done perfectly, so you can do it. Just do everything perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. This one's a quick one. We won't even really delve that deep I don't into even it. Want to. The Grudge is going to get a remake that will, you know, come out in summer of 2019. I do not think horror summer <laughs> movies are a good idea. I, I don't know why people try this. I don't know. I think like The Conjuring, Conjuring Two, uh, The Nun. Well, None is September. That was September. I was gonna say, that's not but The Conjuring Two was like in July. Yeah, and it was good. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, but like, it's you shouldn't do horror movies in the summer because they're competing with the big action blockbusters. And no matter how good your movie is, part of your profits are being cannibalized by the summer blockbusters every time. Oh, I mean, that's like, true. That's, that's you, a fact. That's an objective fact. Like, so you releasing your horror film in summer is fine, mm-hmm. but understand that that means that you are going to lose out on everyone who would rather see the big action movie, right. especially now with the DC and Marvel movies. Like, you releasing this in summer 2019, what do we have slated for summer 2019 for Marvel and DC? Isn't summer 2019 going to be Captain Marvel? She comes out 
Like yeah. early summer 19, right? <laughs> You're telling me that you want to compete with Captain Marvel. I don't, but it's called counter-programming. Some people aren't into the superior shit. You're right. And I'm, that's not the majority. Like, I, was I, I don't say, want to say like, that's the majority. There's a larger population of people, I think, that will go <laughs> yeah. see Captain Marvel than they will The Grudge. If For you, sure. If you offer the average person the choice between the two, they would see Captain Marvel. I agree. 100%. Like, so I'm just saying, like... This is not a we good idea. We don't have to delve into it. I, I just, mean, this is... The math is not there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I did the math. I did the math. Yeah. <laughs> That's your quote. All right, here's a funny one. So, I should have piggybacked this one off of Wonder Woman, but I forgot. Yeah. But basically, Wonder Woman, after that moved and vacated his spot, all the other fucking Everybody wanted cat. to take that spot. Yeah, they're like, yeah. so Terminator is now going to come out in 2000, November of 2019, along with the Charlie's Angels reboot. Which is com- starring Kristen Stewart. Uh, yeah. I feel like I need to say that because I feel proud of her that she's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. After the Twilight fiasco, where yeah. she was in the movies. Well, she played a smart, a smart move. She was like, you know what? I'm not gonna ride this wave of just being in the Twilight movies. Thank and, you. In in being a consistent actor, instead, I'm just gonna work in indie movies that nobody, not a lot of people will see. And gain respect amongst the film right film because critics. you started off with negative respect. Like yeah, did you like her in Twilight? In any of the Twilight? First one, I liked her. Really? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I feel like she was really annoying and unnecessary. Like, like her character just seemed like like it seemed like the entire world was happening around. When I was younger, yes, but like looking back on it now, like ten years later, I'm like, you don't feel like that was overly dramatic. But I'm like, when you think about us when we were like fourteen or fifteen, when we. I don't want to say when you fall. <laughs> I was about to say, like, Dan, where are you going with When this? you fall for somebody. You've caught a glimpse of my childhood. I wasn't like, going to talk about your childhood. Okay. But, I, but, I, but when I say we, I'm talking about just regular, regular human people. beings. Wow. In real life. Regular human beings. <laughs> but, in, but like, we're teenagers, we're irrational. And are we? In the world, every little thing, the world is ending when something What's bad happens. Yes. Yo, we better have to talk about your childhood. What was going on with you? Like, I, I'm not saying me all <laughs> the time, but I'm just saying that, you know, being a teenager, it was a highly, like, volatile, emotional time for most teenagers going through fucking I'm gonna need adolescence. Like, we're gonna have to talk about this. No, later. this is just a, a full thing. We need to talk because I need to <laughs> yeah, know how I much of a questions. sociopath you are. Wow! So, <laughs> like, go ahead and out me up. Like, like are you outing yourself? You're like, I don't understand. We had drastically different childhoods. Like, I had yeah, like, like I'm, I'm very I, confused. No one hurt my feelings when I was a. Well, no, I mean, like, they beat the crap okay, out of me. Okay, we're like, not going like, to delve right, into your dark mind. past. Never, let's not do this. But anyways, going back to my point, I think it was great for her to kind of come back. Yeah, I'm excited to see stuff. the Charlie's Angels remake. I'm not excited for Terminator because, like, <laughs> they've been really forgettable for a while now. Well, it's a Terminator reboot. Is it actually a reboot? <laughs> but it's a sequel. <laughs> it like, I feel like it's going to be a sequel. It's this a reboot not... slash sequel because they got Linda Hamilton back and she was the star of the first two. Yeah. And so, she, But she's old and now. And then they made her the main character of the most recent one. Like Her character became like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, they got the chick from... Uh, or the woman from Game yeah, of Thrones, Amelia Clark. So like now I'm just kind of like, okay, well... Don't make this one bad. Like mm. you've you've made some bad ones. In that movie, apparently the making of Terminator uh, Genesis was so bad that even the people who were making Fantastic Four 
which had a really bad creative shoot. Yeah. Uh, they were like, they made shirts that said, hey, at least we're not on Terminator Genesis. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. All like, right. That so that's was bad. That was rough. Like, yeah, that's that bad. That movie was rough. Did you yeah. see that movie? I did. I don't I don't really remember that it much. Was, it was bad. I, oh, wait. No, I do remember it. And it pissed me off so much. Yeah. They made John Connor the bad guy. Yeah. And I'm and like, like. They didn't even do it subtly either. It wasn't like a reveal at the end. It was like. Halfway through, they were like, hey, guess what, guys? He's Metal evil. arms. Like, yeah, and I was like, wait. like." So the whole last seven movies mean nothing now. Okay, yeah. cool. And I'm like, I get you want to inverse what we know, because time travel changes stuff. I get that. but I mean, it, that's a logical thing to do, but it's yeah. just kind of like, it's, it's kind of a poorly. big middle finger to the audience who's been watching all your crap movies, because yeah. like now we get to the end, and we're like, this one's going to be the one. And then it's like, not only is it bad, but it it, it causes so many issues for the prior movies. They did it poorly. Like, like it was poor time travel wise like i don't want to dive too deep into this but time travel wise you've just created the worst kind of loop because now it's like so going back in time to make john connor the hero makes john connor the villain which would then purposate ah no wrong yeah word. see time travels fuck you up <laughs> would then precipitate the need for someone to go back in time and stop john connor in the first place hmm. which would inadvertently probably cause him to either die ending the timeline or make him now the villain anyway which causes you to still need to go back and stop him or make him the good guy which causes the same time loop you're in and this is why no matter I, what there's loops this is why people hate fucking terminator movies yes man. it was like, a simple concept and then they fucked it they up just, yeah but you know what it what pisses me off too is that they always cast like a non-john connery looking guy right to play john connor the only one that looked like john connor was the guy who played john connor in terminator salvation that one looked Christian to me Bale. like Christian Bale. That wasn't Christian Bale. Christian Bale played John Connor in Terminator Salvation. Did he? Yeah. Uh. The other guy, Sam Worthington, played some regular dude that who was a Terminator called John or some shit. I don't remember the, that movie, but uh. it was dumb. Well, I mean, it was it was a good look because like this is like a rugged older John Connor that kind of <laughs> makes sense because he's been in like this this war for years since he was a child. Like, but my thing is, it looks pretty accurate. But my thing to is, me. If we're going off of Terminator Two. And this 90s kid is, like, kind of punk rocky, right? He comes from a punk rock background. When he's John Connor, like, as an adult, yeah, he's a soldier, but he's got to have, like, some type of, like, badass punk vibe about him. I assume they kind of beat the punk out of him when he watched a billion people get No, no, man. No, man. He's the, he's, he's fucking, he's John Connor. He's that, he, if you grow up, if you grow up with the weight of saying, hey, you're going to be the fucking, like, uh, like savior of humanity and shit like that. Everybody's gonna fucking like, like worship the ground you walk on. But you got to be a soldier yeah. and shit like that. I'm assuming from that kid that we saw in Terminator Two, I would assume that he's kind of like like a hero caricature, but has fun with what he's doing. He Maybe take, man, he I takes the shit seriously. But that has always been my idea of John Connor. I guess my idea was that. He Not would this. grow into someone who was like Not very Christian hardened Bale. by the world around him, and they would take that almost like that innocence, that punk rockness about him would be taken away to show the development of his character Damn. as part of the arc. That was nah, my that was my thought. I didn't want to give him. I didn't want to give him an arc where he was like like I would like to see an arc where it would be cool to see him like struggle with like you know taking things or being a leader, right? 
that I mean, typical art. Yeah. But I would also like for him to be a different sort of leader that everybody like can get lose behind. himself in this because you this can't war, be a soldier like, and then uh, like a basic soldier is not going to get everybody behind them and be like, oh, I'm going to follow him. Like well, you yeah, have to have he's some, not a basic. Soldier. Yeah, he's got, but he's got charisma. Like the thing is, I was like, he has to have some sort of charisma to him. Yeah, and then you know, no, I, I I agree with you, man. I just personally the way I saw man. John Connor's John Connor's character going looked more like this hardened, rugged. I've had you know. Did you like Terminator Salvation? Not really. No. So I, so I, you're basically. I like I like John Connor. The idea of John Connor in that <laughs> movie where he's like an older, hardened veteran soldier, but I didn't like really any of the. I was Terminator like neither. Movies. I was like neither of those John john connor interpretations that they did where he was like a soldier that was like hardened by the the war were impressive in the least so i was like well none of the movies did great i mean like, they, none they, of them I, like, they, none of them did great everything after terminator 3 did bad terminator yeah, 3 did just it. flat out bad and yeah. then like everything prior to that inclu- inclusive were okay like two is fantastic though come on yeah yeah two is fucking great two is pretty great two makes me cry still that's because you ain't shit. But anyway. <laughs> Come on, going in anyway. the with your thumb. Bro, that shit hurts. But anyway. Dun, 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 oh, the music. Dun, dun. Oh, it's so great. I love that. When I hear that, I'm just like, yeah, I'm John Connor. Like, right? But, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but like, not really. Dun, 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 I'm not trying to die. I'm good. Damn. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not really excited for the Terminator reboot slash sequel. I don't know what one they're actually going to go with. But it says reboot, so we're calling it a reboot. Well, it's funny because this these two reboots are kind of going up against each other, and they're both female centered, right? So it's like, yeah. and both center around three female heroes. Yeah, you know. I mean, so it's like, I'm I'm excited to see like I'm excited to see that take on it. I guess just the premise of the movie, like the idea of a Terminator reboot, does not excite me. But and it's directed I mean, by the guy who directed the first Deadpool. Oh, all right. So, I mean, there, there, that you might... got some juice there. You got some this... creative juices. You've flowing. given me a small amount of hope in a movie I'm still not excited James to see. James Cameron is back back to uh, yeah. providing some input. And uh, Charlie's Angels will probably be good. I'm excited about that only because, one, I think... It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'd really like to see what they do with it Without now. Without a dope beat. And seeing Kristen Stewart do something different, like I think this would be really good for her. It would give people a chance to see her do... <laughs> good work because personally my opinion and this might not be a popular opinion whatever but i don't think she did a good job in twilight and i don't think that's entirely her fault i think a lot of that is the character that they made for her was a bad character i like how you like we're like i'm just gonna say this i'm just gonna put this out there yeah i mean like i'm sure there are people who will probably like crucify me and be like twilight was amazing it is my whole life well, i don't think it's amazing but i think for what it is and for the audience that it's mainly for I think it works. There's something there that works. And I mean, we, it did we, obviously not, work because not, they made like how many movies? Like five or something, right? Yeah, like, it's got to be close to five. Yeah, it's like some crazy, you know, like they made like five movies about this. So clearly there's something there. There's a formula that was working. Me personally, I wasn't just really wasn't. Really for you. It was just, yeah. And I maybe, didn't get into it until. Maybe that's the love story aspect. I wasn't feeling that. Maybe it's the sparkling vampires. I just wasn't feeling the that. The logic behind the sparkling vampires things makes sense now that I think about it. But I still don't like the it. The logic, but I get yeah, it. But I don't like it. But I don't know? get it. But only, well, I, I don't, not that I don't get it. It's just that. I didn't like that. Yeah, I growing guess. up, you're like, oh, they don't like sunlight. And then it's just like, oh, we don't like sunlight because we sparkle. Because it draws attention to us. I'm like, well... That logically makes sense, but it's weird. And I don't yeah, like it's too it. weird. Yeah. You know, I, I'll never forget being in the theater. 
because I saw the first Twilight in theaters, of right? You did. It was an indie. It, well, it didn't count as an indie movie, but it had an indie director attached to it. Yeah. And you know, uh, there was a lot of there wasn't a lot of hype around the movie until like two weeks prior. You know, people were like, "Oh, like have you read the book?" I'm like, "No, I haven't read, no, the, I haven't read book. the book." But it's like a vampire guy. He's like, and there's like a werewolf, but no one knows until like later on, right? Even though they hit you in the face so hard, yeah, with like that, dropping let, those hints, they let you know early on <laughs> that it's gonna be a werewolf thing later. Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know what the foreshadowing was, but it was like also, well, some is, wolf shit." He's never wearing a shirt, man. If you don't put a shirt, I on. mean. It, tears all the time when you transform <laughs> which i will say the more the the more the sequels the more sequels they made the more self-aware they became yeah. and then the movies became entertaining and like, like i've actually seen them in the werewolf side of the stuff actually pans out pretty well well that was for the guys that was like, pan- yeah. that was okay that yeah. was that was geared the towards werewolf the men. Stuff actually kind of makes a lot of sense like <laughs> it doesn't make any it makes a lot sense. more sense because he's not a werewolf i always say hey well, okay yeah he's not he's basically a dire wolf where he's like a very large not even. wolf he's just like, a shape sh- i mean they're like oh we just we're shapeshifters i'm like so y'all just can, for some reason changing the wolves. Want to change in the wolves? Like it's like Beast Boy only turning <laughs> to a tiger. Like yeah, it's like it doesn't. But it makes sense that like there's like okay, we we're all part of this quote unquote pack because we're part of this family. Like okay, that makes sense. I can get. I that. feel like you would get behind like if they did Twilight, but like wolves just sitting around wolves. The shapeshifters. Uh, I mean, you as long would as it get on some it. weird love triangle thing again. I mean, there's totally got to be a love triangle oh thing. Oh my god! On it, right? No, I'm not getting behind it because that was weird. Like, it wasn't even a love triangle. She just basically said, "Hey, I'm friend zoning you," and he was like, "Okay, cool. So when are we gonna go out?" And she's like, "No, I'm I'm friends. Like, I don't think you understand." And then Edward's over there, like, "Hey, so if you could just leave my girlfriend alone, that even though Edward's kind of a piece of shit. Oh yeah, he is. But like, <laughs> in his only, his I don't only know. like." His only redeeming quality is that, like, he was very reasonable about the fact that this dude is really trying to smash his girl, and he's really trying to be cool about it, but, like, werewolf dude is not at all subtle and keeps trying to get in his face, and he's mm. just like, dude, can you chill and put a shirt on? Like, I guess because he can read his mind, too. I'm on a date with my girlfriend. Like, you need to back off. You know, like, he's being a reasonable guy about this who very easily could just kill him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like just snap his neck. Yeah, like, in human form, like, you know, werewolf, werewolf dude ain't really gonna survive, like, I'm just saying, I feel like, you know, that's the only redeeming quality about that character is that. That's fair. You know. I see you. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Kristen Stewart do this, was my point. You know, I'm, I agree. And then they got Naomi Scott, who played the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers. Yeah, that's going to be great. You know, yeah. and Ella Belinska, I have no idea who she is, but that's but, but that's only because uh, uh actress from uh Black Panther dropped out. Lupita Nyong'o, they offered oh, her, yeah. and she was like, nah, because sure. she wants to do kick butt roles, too. Yeah. But she rest read the script and was like, mm, "Oh, I'm not the lead. Psh, fuck out of here." Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna, <laughs> you just go ahead and take this back. Yeah. So who knows which how it'll work out? I don't know if they'll have the chemistry that they need to perform a good Charlie's Angels thing. Only because you know I, you know the, my introduction to Charlie's Angels yeah. wasn't the show; it was the movie with right. the McGee movie with like Charlie Theron. Me too. Yeah. Uh, not Charlie Theron. Lucy Liu is in not it. Charlie Theron. Theron, what the fuck am I saying? Uh, Wait, wasn't Lucy Liu in no, it? No, uh, Lucy Liu was in it, yeah. yeah. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, thanks. And they had a good chemistry. They both kind of jailed yeah. well. I'm, I'm hoping that this cast has that same chemistry, because if not, this is going to flop after one. I agree. And I'm kind of hoping to see, I'm hoping to see like a trilogy. A trilogy would be cool. Oh, it's going to be probably more than a trilogy. It's just going to be Charlie's Angel stories, right? Yeah, I mean, that could work doing. too, but I'd like to see at least a trilogy. 
see where they go with it. Good luck, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> May your journey be a good one. You know what? I retract what I said before. She didn't take a break after Twilight. Or she took a break after she did that Snow White movie. Oh, yeah. That was... Can we just... That was bad. <laughs> like, that was bad. Just objectively bad. It came out at the worst time they could ever release it. Yeah. It came out, like, right when Avengers was coming out and Men in Black 3. Yeah. And also, it was bad. And also, it was bad. It was bad, but also, I think... There was an audience of, for that movie. Yeah, and for sure. Charlize Theron was really good in that movie. Oh, yeah. I'll she say that was much. amazing. Yeah, I just didn't great. like Kristen Stewart in that either. And I yeah. feel like it was another example. I don't want to give her this L. I really want to <laughs> see her do something where it's a good character and <laughs> she ruined it. Like, you nail it. Every indie thing I've seen her in, though, she's pretty good. But when it's something that's, like, mainstream and they write a character that's, like... I saw her in some indie film. Like, I forgot what it was called. But, like, she's, like, riding around the country with these, like, two weirdo guys, like... I forgot what it was called, but she was in some film that I saw, and I was like, you know what? This is actually good. Mm. And ever since that, I was like, okay, I genuinely believe that Kristen Stewart is a good actress, but has been given terrible roles in Twilight because I did not like Bella's character, and I think she was given <laughs> a terrible role in that Snow White movie I think she knows with the it. Huntsman. And I think that if you give her a character like this, like put her in Charlie's Angels, right? Because this is not hard to do right. You just have to be a badass and have fun with it. If you do poorly in this, I'm willing to give you all the L's. But Mm. I'm betting it all on Kristen Stewart, man. Oh, okay, wow. I'm betting it all. I don't don't hear you say betting it all a lot. I'm I'm betting on Kristen Stewart to pull this off. I, I believe in her. Okay, I see you. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll, I won't go on that ledge with you, but, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll watch you. <laughs> I'll do a thumbs up. All right, moving on. Let's see. I think we our last topic, which is a small topic, it's not even that impressive. Yeah. Movie Pass is to be spun off uh, into a separate company, a public traded company, and they're basically planning on making it, uh, you know, like a quasi studio slash entertainment marketing slash other things so they can make their own content yeah and users of movie pass will only be able to use it on the movies that they make where you sort of create your own (laughs) original content and then charge people for the right (laughs) to view your content okay um and my incentive to view your original content is what if the movie's good if like, you don't know it. that it's a movie pass movie but the weird thing is if you see a movie pass logo opening logo on the like sorry the right? movie i'll be like, like you're basically trying to create like your own netflix type of thing here where it's like yeah if you pay our fee you can have all of our content or all of our content like all of it just you can have it all but like, why do I want it? Like, you're, like you need to you need to convince me that I want and need this product. Like, <laughs> I feel like Movie Pass has been snake oil since the beginning. Yeah, like I've always just had a weird feeling about it, and I've just been untrust, like distrustful of it. Yeah. And now that it's come to this, I'm like, all right, really, y'all are dying. Yeah, like just let it go, be. Yeah, <laughs> like and don't like the fact that they're gonna have a publicly traded company with this is like you know. I could go into the details, financially speaking, about how terrible an idea this is, but, like, the short version of it is, this is a bad call. Like, your shareholders are not going to be pleased with those earnings every quarter, and we, like, we look at earnings every quarter and we think to ourselves, hmm, this is a bad trend. We need to change something. And at first, it might not be to fire you, (laughs) but I promise you, a year's worth of bad earnings 
heads are gonna roll. So I would like, say I would I would just be like, hey, like, just let the shit die. Like, you really should just like, like I'd be like Denzel Washington in Training Day when he shot that guy with the shotgun, and he was like, he was like, it's okay, dog, breathe, let go. <laughs> and the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, like taking his last breath. That's movie pass. Yeah, I'm just like, like just, breathe. It's okay, guys. <laughs> that's, that's it. Breathe. That's an L, like. Breathe, dog. <laughs> <laughs> then it dies. That's what needs to happen to movie pass. Maybe if they had just done everything perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. But I don't. I don't know. I think like this is a bad call. This is yeah. Anyone again, just like pirates. Anyone who thinks this is a good call, please explain to me how this is smart and necessary, because I don't see it. Well, with that said, I think we've uh, reached the end of the episode. Yeah. Well. I think we did a good job with this one good luck Kristen stewart <laughs> may your voyage be a safe one all right guys until the next time see you next week Later. peace